Ding, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Combined weight of 470-some-odd pounds. Adrian Tate, this is the No DQ Podcast, baby. Woo! <laughs> and we are back like we never left. 2022 Saudi Arabia crown jewel. Crown Jewel Sacagawea in the uh, the city of how I said Riyadh 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 in the Saudi Arabia at Mursul Mister Mister Sul Park Mister Sul Park November fifth twenty twenty two a day that will live in infamy down goes Tennessee down goes Tennessee courtesy of the Georgia Bulldogs but nonetheless mm-hmm. we are here. The main event, of course, Roman Reigns, Logan Paul. This the whole show has been built around. Did it live up to the hype or did it fall short? We had terrorist attack threats. Mm-hmm. We had a social media megastar. We had the Biden administration pull troops for this exact match right here that sold the tickets in Saudi Arabia. Damn it. Joe Biden said, we got to send them. So we can protect the stars. And then he fell off a bike. But damn it, we're back to the car. The first match of the night. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we got a good one. Okay. The beast. Defending. Undisputed beast. Brock. Lesnar. And then Bobby Lashley. No. Bobby Lashley is in a good spot. I like heel Bobby Lashley. Yeah. He's turning back into the hurt business Bobby Lashley, hopefully soon. Violent ass Bobby Lashley. That's what we yeah. needed. That's what we needed. That's what we've asked Call for. Bobby. Brock Lesnar is kind of just Brock Lesnar. He's not. I mean, I, you know, from my opinion, you're not getting a heel or face Brock Lesnar. He's yeah, just he's kind of here to kick ass. Yeah, kick ass, take names, collect a check, you know. So normally, just brought it's probably just Brock Lesnar being yeah, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Uh, right from the jump, though, Lashley attacks Lesnar, uh, targets the knee. That's the story of the match. Him targeting the knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lashley spears him for a near fall. Lesnar does his little comeback. It's weird. Lesnar's like fighting, like an upward battle, because mm-hmm. Lashley's like on his ass the entire match. Mm-hmm. Um. There is the F5. Lashley kicks out of the F5. Um, And then, I mean, Lesnar literally is in the hurt lock for probably four or five minutes of the match. Yep. Leading to him kicking off that top turnbuckle to uh, To – Yeah, beat him uh, on a fucking pinfall, man. It was was, was a weird ending. Like you said, nobody in history of sports at all, wrestling, MMA – Hell, the fucking Minnesota Vikings. If you can find me a clip of anybody kicking Brock Lesnar's ass, like legitimately kicking his ass, non-scripted film, I will gladly cash at you 62 cents. That's all this shit is worth. Brock Lesnar is a hell of an athlete. Bobby Lashley's a hell of an athlete. Don't get me wrong. But me, personally, I didn't like the way it was portrayed as Brock Lesnar. We ain't seen him since SummerSlam. You know what I mean? So he comes back. It's feuding with Lashley out the blue. Yeah, he he's getting his ass kicked. Literally pulls up on Raw and just beats the shit out of Lashley for no reason <laughs> and then just leaves. And then it's like, 
actually, you know what, last week, <clears throat> fuck you. I'm actually like, hey, you know what, fuck you. You know, yeah. fight, you're a bitch. Yeah. And that's kind of how, how it happened. But, yeah, nevertheless, uh, like Adrian said, uh, lastly, that's not lastly, excuse me, Lesnar put his feet up on the middle rope, got some leverage, and uh, pushed Lashley to the ground for the one, two, three. I give the match uh, three, two and a half. It was it was physical, you know. Lashley got an outside-the-ring spirit. But like you said, he, he worked Lesnar's leg a lot, which I really understood because none of Lashley moves in his entire arsenal targets the leg. So it was kind of pointless, but not my favorite match of the night. Probably not you guys either if you saw the damn show. So I'll give it a 2.8. That's a fair number. Uh, yeah, match is probably, in my opinion, probably like a two. Yeah. Um, you, you can go longer with these guys. Most you can definitely. do more than one F5 and a few hurt locks and a spear. Yeah. I think they're capable of that. Um, but, you know – Granted, it was a four-hour show, so I mean, you had yeah, to, this yeah. is this is your opening. You're trying to. It was shocking how it ended. I'll I'll give you that, mm-hmm. but it makes Bobby still look strong. Kind of makes Brock look a little bitch. Yeah, but I mean, Brock can take looking like a bitch. So we yeah we we we, we didn't say that Lesnar. We're, we're reading off of somebody else guy's notes in Grizzly Tennessee. He gave us notes that says make Brock Lesnar look like a bitch. So you got any problem? Take it up with him. He owns a wrestling company called One Twenty Seven. He lives in Grimsley. And uh, he said, make Brock Lesnar uh, look like a bitch. We love you, Brock. Uh, second match of the night, Damage Control goes up against Alexa Bliss and Asuka for the uh, Women's Tag Team Championships. And as everybody knows, when you're, well, in Saudi Arabia, uh, Middle East, they protect their women with uh, freaking hassling and slasher hoodies and uh, sweatpants from Walmart and uh, steel toe boots and a Mick Foley mask that you can find in the boiler room at your local Home Depot. So, everybody look like trash bags and uh, Buzz Lightyear characters out here. God, in, uh, dude, Spider-Man, fucking, Power Ranger suits. Fucking dress like, yeah, because, you know, we can't, God forbid they dress how they normally dress. <laughs> we would hate for a fucking riot to happen because, you know, it'd be a shame if women could be women in a country. But, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. Hey, no, no we're making strides, either. I guess. Yeah, we are. Strides the wrong way. But to kick off the match, you have uh, Alexa Bliss and Asuka going against Damage Control, like I said. Uh, pretty much basic tag team match. A lot of back and forth here, as you can see uh, on the previous Raw. You got um, Asuka and Io going to fucking Japanese shit show battle. and Bitch! Yeah, that's the only thing you understand in English. So, uh, yeah. You got that comedy part to it, which I liked. It's it pretty dope. Uh, fast forward to the match in Saudi, same thing. A lot of count, a lot of reverses. Uh, EO and uh, Oscar, they're just trying to one up each other. You know what I mean? Her Karana, arm drag, taunting, the, the chicken plucks, and all whole type of shit. This, uh, this just didn't, like, I don't know. Like, I felt like a typical Oscar kind of got into a groove. Like, Oscar was never bad in this match. And I don't, you know, honestly, Alexa Bliss wasn't either. Um, out of this entire, you know, four women, Dakota Kai seems to kind of be out of place. Yeah. I get it, though. She hadn't wrestled in a long time before she came back. She kind of was pushed straight into the spotlight here. On Raws, she's been fine. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the big shows, you can so, see where she kind of struggling. Yeah. At uh, not SummerSlam. What was after Summer? It's, 
Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules. <clears throat> Did they have a match? Extreme Rules. No, Clash of the Castle. Clash of, yeah, Clash of the Castle. There were a few moments where like you could tell she was kind of out of place. Like she just wasn't like really feeling comfortable. Yeah. Tonight she felt more comfortable, but also you can still see she's kind of figuring it out. So really, just from there, we're gonna have to see where she goes, if she can grow more, um, if she can handle the spotlight. I mean, she like I said, she was NXT, then she got released, and then she came back, and she didn't wrestle in between. So that is a transition. Yeah. Um, you got people that go straight from NXT to the main roster, and they don't transition well. So imagine going from NXT to unemployed to the main roster. <laughs> um, but then Nikki Cross comes out. She um, DDTs Bliss from the top rope. Yeah, the twisted uh, net breaker, assisted net breaker, whatever her thing is. Uh, twist, yeah, whatever it's. Yeah, whatever it's. And then uh, yeah. Kai ends up pinning Bliss. They win the tag titles one more time. Um, there was some good action, but that was pretty much based off of Bliss and Asuka. Yeah. A few good moments with EO. And once again, we're just trying to see Dakota grow more. But damage control, they get the women's tag team titles again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I gave it a three. I thought it was better than the opener. Yeah, I'll give it a, I'll give it a two and a half, three as well. Uh, I just didn't see the action that you usually see from these uh, women tag team matches with uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi. And they was just wreaking havoc on the whole fucking roster. And now you get Damage Control, who's, you know, Live up to the name, damage control. You know, <laughs> but they're not doing any fucking thing damage worthy. Bailey is, so yeah. And we do need more. I think we need to see a more brutal side from all three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Bailey, we get that later on. But we'll get to that, but I think we need to see a little bit more of an edge from uh, Kai and Sky. Yeah, I think I think they know that. That's why they inserted uh, Nikki Cross into the picture. War Games is gonna be hell of a show. Yeah, because exactly. uh, right now it's 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 damage control and Nikki Cross and a mystery person. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh Bianca, Oscar, Bliss, and then two mystery people. Mm-hmm. Of course we know who that's gonna be. Yeah. Naomi. Uh, yeah. And yeah. And Sasha has to. Oh yeah, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um next up here we have Drew McIntyre carrying cross steel cage. Um, from the jump, though, like, it was I an okay match. Didn't give too much of a yeah, shit about this it match. Like, okay. It was pretty, like, I watched their Clash. No, it wasn't Clash of the Castle. When they, they had a match, they had Extreme Rules. Rules. Yeah. They had a, I uh, cared the, more about their the, strap the, match. Yeah, yeah, that was crap match. <clears throat> I did this match. I don't know. I just didn't, like, ah, man, I don't know how to say it. If, you, if you put two didn't... men in a cage after coming from a strap match, I want more brutality. Yeah, you miss that more brutality. They barely utilized the fucking cage. Nobody got thrown into the cage. Cross got suplexed off top of the cage after trying to escape. That was really the only good cage spot. It was just just a regular wrestling match. The most hardcore part of this match was Scarlett macing Macing, McIntyre. And the poor referee. He still ends up hitting the (laughs) – he still hits the Claymore. Um, And then they have this spot where, like, Scarlett's like, all right, I'm walking the cage, so he can't get out. And he's like, all right, well, I can just fucking climb out. I'm like six foot seven. Like, this is like a two minute (laughs) climb at most for me. So he's climbing out, and then Cross is like, well, shit, I'm going to go through the door. And Scarlett's like, oh, shit, I locked the door. Let me try to unlock it real quick. Meanwhile, McIntyre's on the other side of the cage at this point. So by the time Cross even is has the door open to get out, McIntyre's already hit the fucking ground. Already hit the fucking floor, yeah. So, I mean, 
it makes Karrion Cross and Scarlet look fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. McIntyre looks strong, which that's yeah. never really been a problem. Right. Um, I mean, I'm, I think McIntyre lost. So McIntyre lost the strap match because he got maced in the eyes. Mm-hmm. So Karrion Cross has never beat Drew McIntyre clean. All right. McIntyre just beat Karrion Cross in a steel cage match clean. McIntyre looks strong. We don't have to keep making him look. Karen Cross can get a clean win. Let him hit the what crossbar? What the fuck called? Cross arm. Yeah, cross something. Crossroads. Crosshair. Fucking cross missile. Crossfire. Or let let him hit that. Let him hit that like three or four times. McIntyre, you know, say McIntyre gets maced, right? McIntyre's maced. He can't see. He's stumbling back. My eyes. Forearm. Cross laughs, lifts him back up, <clears throat> forearm, picks him up one more time, pushes him <laughs> off the ropes. So he, he takes a front bump to the ropes. He's backing up, oh. lays his shit out. Scarlet gets in the ring with him, hand over chest, pins him, Undertaker style. Mm-hmm. Boom. Cross looks strong. McIntyre still looks strong because he got maced. He's and he took three fucking yeah. forearms to the back of the head. Yeah. But no. You give me a mid-2000s Monday Night Raw fucking steel cage level, if that, mm-hmm. finish. Yeah, it was it was, it was was bullshit. I, I'll be honest with you guys. Um, I just don't – on the previous Raw, I believe, they, they met outside the parking lot and McIntyre tried to put his fucking head through the driver's side door. Yeah, like it, it, it was it was violent. Like I'm gonna be honest with you, it was violent. The strap match was more violent. Like three guys had fucking whelps on their fucking bodies and shit. And it was just <clears throat> to go from that to this, it was a huge step down. Me personally, I feel like WWE it got to this point where they're they're bringing people back. Gargano, Cross, Loomis, uh, not not me, Yim, because she just got back. But you know, everybody's coming back, and that's that's cool. Now we need we need more, but. The grave team is getting dry. They're getting dry as shit. Yeah. You know how you go to your family reunion, you ain't see all your cousins in 20 years. Hey, let's go play kickball. You play kickball by five minutes. All right. It's just too much. It's too much. We got to do something else. You know what I mean? They don't have enough for these guys to do. And Cross ain't had that creative push yet. Same way Gargano hasn't. Gargano's talking about a, a fucking TMZ leak with the Miz yep. and Loomis. Like, yeah. what, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? So that's where they're at, in my opinion. And like Adrian said, Cross needs to get aggressive and be, be aggressive soon. Here's the thing. Here, and and to, to touch on your point, you're bringing back a lot of people. He's brought back, if we run through the list right now, just thinking in our minds off the top of our head, mm-hmm. Kai. Mm-hmm. Um, he brought up EO Sky. Um, Karrion Cross came back. Mm-hmm. Um, Bailey's back. Obviously, she wasn't fired, but she's back from injury. Mm-hmm. Ron Strowman's back. Mm-hmm. Um, brought back. Luke Gallows, Carl mm-hmm. Anderson, mm-hmm. Um, Ian, Gargano, Gargano, Gargano's Ian, girlfriend, uh, Candice LeRae, and um, the other Rich fuckers Tanner, we ain't heard nothing from is Hit Row. Hit Row, which you say what you want about that one. Yeah, Legato Del Fantasma got moved to the main roster. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. Don't. I'm not. I'm not. Some of these I'm not even saying are are bad issues. They just got to do something. Bray Wyatt's back. Um, He's once still again, once again, everyone that I'm bringing up is not necessarily bad. They're back. I'm just saying you have so many people that you brought back. 
it sounds bad what I'm going to say, but you need to go through your roster and you say, hey, they're not worth shit. We're going to release you. We're going to release you or drop it out of NXT. Because they're going to go through NXT and they're going to say, hey, you haven't improved. You're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. That's what they need. Thin the herd down. You got you got a one-hour show. I think NXT is one hour. Maybe it's two. One or two-hour show on NXT. I get that. That's developmental. You got young folks on there. You also have the Performance Center. What you do is you take everyone that's not cutting it, you drop them to the Performance Center. Yep. You got 30-person roster on NXT. You go to SmackDown and Raw, you say, hey, look, you're, you're fucking trash right now. We need, we need to work on you. Apollo Crews. Hey, we don't really got much for you. We're going to send you down to NXT for a little bit. Our truth. Mandy Rose, we're going to send you down to NXT for a little bit. What, what has Mandy Rose done since she's been there? She's completely changed who she is. Yeah. She's become someone you can put on main roster again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. She'd be moving money. All right. You take people on SmackDown or you drop them down to NXT. If you suck ass on NXT, you drop your performance center. If you're not cutting it then, get to hit the fucking run. All right. Yeah. Or if you're on main roster and you're causing problems, whether it's backstage or on social media, <laughs> we're getting to that motherfucker. Yeah. You just send his ass home because he's just really not moving anything. Raquel Gonzalez, sorry, hon, you're not doing a whole lot. Go back down to NXT, work a little bit more. I know your I know your fiance bronze on SmackDown, but you're not cutting it right now. I need you to go down here. Shotzi, we're need, we're gonna work on you more. Give you more character. Give you something to do. Zia Lee, I haven't seen your ass in six months. Go back to NXT <laughs> for a little bit longer. Let's build that shit back up. That's what you need to do. Because you have people, like you said, you have people like Karrion Cross who aren't creatively being expressed right now mm-hmm. and it's leading to matches that are like okay why are we finishing it this way yeah. and you got people like um for you know dakota kai you know sky who still need to kind of find their way in this group mm-hmm. um we're wondering hey why is the fiend still cutting promos where is that leading i'm not saying we need to rush into it but you know we're trying to this figure this out up. yeah we, we've seen this my friend why is you know omos is improving omos is approving that's good we can keep Omos around. We need a giant. Yeah. Braun ain't doing jack shit. And he's a dickhead. Send him somewhere else. AEW. You know? Send him where all the other dickheads go. A-W. He can hang out with the dickheads again, Punk. That's where he can be. Um, but they gotta figure out a system um that better fits their creative process. Mm-hmm. And when they do that, shit like this won't happen. Yeah. Or at least as often. <clears throat> Nonetheless, I gave it fucking two. Yeah, it's it's worthy of a two, two and a half. Next match, we got the old Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Dominique, Eddie Guerrero of 07, 06, Damien, Dame Priest, and Finn. Finn Balor. Demon Child Balor. Finn Balor. Accompanied by the lovely Rhea Ripley. Of course, yeah. Are going against the original Crips. <laughs> the OC, the phenomenal AJ Styles, Luke Duke Gallows, and Carl Big Dad Batty Anderson. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Carl Anderson, no relation to Art Anderson or Brock Anderson. No, 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 no. no. Um, this was, I mean, this was a pretty, pretty good match. Honestly, I think um, two people really shined at the match more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd say three. Luke Gallows was pretty, pretty yeah, good. Gallows had a good. He had a good. He run. pulled out. He pulled out some moves. I did, I don't remember being in his arsenal. I think you brought that up as well. Carl Anderson looked like a fucking war horse. I. We're, and on this podcast, we're going to work on trying to watch more New Japan and stuff like that. We're going to try to do that more. We still have retro reviews we got to crank out for you as well when we try powering through the year of 98. Yeah. Fuck. Wonderful time. Um, 
But, I mean, everyone had their little spots to shine. Mm-hmm. Dominic looked better. Mm-hmm. Damian Priest looked like Damian Priest. Ballers, I, he's not really hitting for me right now. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's. AJ Styles is kind of in that same area as Finn Balor. Like, he's just kind of there. Yeah, you know what to expect. From but him. Gallows, Anderson, and Dominic really kind of showed up. Mm-hmm. Dominic's a good heel. I, I internet wrestling community is like, oh, just get him off my screen. Why did he get to skip the line? Okay, well, go fuck yourself. It doesn't really matter why I got to skip the line. Right. You are a wrestling fan. You've never trained before. You know, first match was against Seth Rollins at SummerSlam, and it was a good match. He knew he wants. He's a good heel. Yeah. He's easily hated. When he, when he brings up Eddie, people get pissed. Yeah. yeah good. Yeah. You know, um, but the. But Gallows and Anderson putting on fucking work, man. Yeah, they turn it up, especially fucking Gallows. I ain't never seen a, a big man do a damn injury. He comes out with the old Undertaker off the off the turnbuckle front flip. He's doing it all, giving out uppercuts, and you know, Gallows is working. Like Dude, I said, they, they he did a few running shoulder blocks, and he did one where he spin with was spinning with it. I like that. Yeah. Like he's showing Gallows out. Good. Anderson just looked good. They keep moving fast, keeping it going. I, I don't remember them being this good in their first run. No, hell no. Hell no. Not by a long shot. So they had to go work for some lesser companies and come back to the ones that matter, and now they understand how it works around here. Yep. Um, by the way, Michael Cole bringing up uh, New Japan multiple times. He, he mentioned the actual Bullet Club. Yep. Um, he mentioned the IWGP tag titles that they've won. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a new era. Yeah, they're, they're breaking down the, the – when you got Balor and uh, Balor and Carl Anderson in the ring, you know Michael Cole pointed out, "Hey, these two guys were in the original Bullet Club. This is a big deal." Um, Styles went for phenomenal forearm on Balor, but Ripley pulled him down face first on the apron. Then Balor ended up hitting the coup de gras on Styles to win the match. Um, there are a few good spots here. Uh, Dom got fucked by Luke Gallows in the middle of the ring, oh, hard yeah. style. Um, Literally, really, yeah, like he was bricked up and. Dominic took it, man. <laughs> right in front of mommy on the outside. Seems like every second of it. Honestly, I'd give this match like a 3.2, 3.5. It was it was solid. It was to this point the best match of the night. Yeah, I would give this match a three as well. AJ came in with his uh, you know, his usual comeback, you know, forearm, forearm, backspin and fist, pele kick, and he he kicked ass for a minute, man. Hit uh battle with the uh firearm, uh net I said firearm, fireman's carry, net breaker, excuse me. Uh, Rhea Ripley, she really didn't do anything the whole match, but she got involved where it mattered. You know what I mean? The match was on the line, and uh, big poppy Rhea Ripley, she does what she does. She pulls AJ Styles down, allows Finn Balor to hit the coup de gras, which is a vicious one, and they get the win. And, and you know, at this point, they end up giving a – giving, you know, later on we see on the upcoming Raw, mm-hmm. me in returns. Mm-hmm. Um, you know – could there have been other choices? I'm sure. I feel like that was that was a good pull. It was probably a pull mainly from um, Dallas Anderson because they just got done working with them in Impact. Yeah. So I think it was interesting that she came. Um, of course, her husband works in AEW. What mm-hmm. will that mean for him in the future? You know, Triple H was a big fan of him. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a possibility that we might see those kind of, kind of guys come back. There's been rumors that a lot of people are trying to get out of their contracts and come back to the WWE. Mm-hmm. Once again, that goes back to our situation. <clears throat> are you overfilling your roster? Right, right. 
Oh, yeah, so into our next match here, uh, we have Omos and Braun Strowman. Yes, yes. A uh, match that Braun Strowman dubbed to be a five-star big man classic. <laughs> this match was fucking garbage. Oh, man. Um, Braun's a dumbass. This match was bad. Uh, I wait for the day that he blocks me on Twitter. He is a scumbag. He's annoying. And... I, you know, for being such a big man, his feelings do get hurt quite easily. Um, so do the big shows. I mean, if we're going, you know. Yeah. Randy Orton called him a, a fat sack of shit, and it was meant to be motivational. And, and what does he do? He cries. And, and he leaves. leaves. He leaves and does what in AEW? Commentates. So, basically, this Omos and Braun Strowman match, if you remember Hulk Hogan and fucking... Uh, who we say Andre Giant or uh, Macho Man uh, Randy Savage and um, who's the big fucker? Uh, Not uh, Andre. Was it Lex? Lex. Lex uh, I believe. Maybe. I'm, I may be. I may be fishing here, but basically, you gotta you gotta think of who's gonna power slam who first. And what happened is they stared at each other like they've been doing for the last past month and a half. Fucking Braun Strowman is at Omos's chin. Omos is looking through the fucking stadium of. Uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Spool and it, it, they, they fight and they, they go turnbuckle, turnbuckle, toe to toe, hit, hit, and Braun gets up Omos. Power slam. Fucking him. power slam. That's it. That's all. Omos has never been power slammed a day in his life. Strowman may have. I'm not sure. If he did, if he had, there you go. But this match was literally a waste of fucking seven minutes and 20 seconds. MVP spent more time promoing this match for the past month. And wasn't even fucking there. And wasn't even there. And this sack of shit that they put out in front of these poor Arabians who spent tens of thousands, not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Because, oh, trust me, WWE's fucking on these tickets. You thought you, ever, you, thought you never got fucked on the ticket. Go to, go to a Saudi show. Go to Ticketmaster. Go to StubHub, whatever you do. And you're gonna get royally, no pun intended, fucked for that ticket, okay? Because those royal bats in there, it's nothing but kids in the front row who parents got oil money. They're sitting there on their freaking cameras the whole damn show, recording the whole damn show. And they, they loved it. Don't get me wrong, they they're loved on fucking it. Fucking IG live, right but now. they got fucked for that match right there. And I give that a point five. I might not even give it a damn grade because that, that's the worst. Braun Strowman match I've ever seen, and Braun Strowman gets matched up against shitty guys. He comes Braun out. Braun Strowman tackled a fucking eleven-year-old kid named Nicholas. Yeah, named Nicholas. This match is a one for me. And eat ass. It sucked. I, um, I'm, I, I can't. I can't grade it. I can't grade it because it, it sucked that bad. Braun Strowman. Was. Braun Strowman was a, a champion at one point in time. Yes, it was during the pandemic, but damn it, he was a champion. He was a champion. And look at him. Zero for me. Uh, next up here, we got the Usos. Top of second shit. It's the Brawling Brutes, which I don't like that name, but here we are. No, 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 no. Start that over. Start that over. We got the Usi Usos. The Usi. Jimmy and Jay. Everybody loves Jay. Everybody loves Jimmy. Everybody loves Solo. Everybody loves Roman. Everyone loves the fat guy, Paul, against the Brawling Brutes. I'm sorry. You left out. You left out. I remember the bloodline. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's no longer the honorary. Oose. Sammy Uso. Sammy Motherfucking Uso. Hey, Tay, you feeling Usi? I'm feeling very Usi. Hey, y'all know what Usi means in Polynesian? I hope you don't, Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I hope you don't know. It's the brawling brutes, uh, Ridge, Ridge, Ridge Cracking Neck Hollins, and Butch. I once used to be Pete Dunn. The bruiser weight, damn it. Um, this you know this actually was a pretty damn good match. Mm-hmm. Um, Ridge Hollins' offense is a little. I'm not saying it's sloppy. Um, it just looks soft. Yeah, yeah. His yeah. forearms are kind of soft. His kicks are kind of soft. The at one point, had both both Usos on his shoulders and kind of just. Pushes them off. Um, but man, does Bush carry that shit? Like he, the kicks, the 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 doing the whole uh, joint manipulation with the fingers. Like he he's carrying that shit. Um, and it was it was a good match. Mm-hmm. It was a good match. Um, to this point in the card, best match of the night. Yeah. Um, in my opinion. Uh, but it ends after the Usos hit a 1D from the top rope, as Michael Cole finally says. 1D, 1, and done. Done. Um, for the top rope for the win, and they will face the okay. New Day um, on the November 11th edition of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't go wrong with the Usos match. No, not at all. The brawling boots, are they're, they're growing on me. The name's stupid as shit, but... Yeah. Um, Michael Cole yelling, "Your night it is. It's fight night." Is getting a little fucking stupid too. But beggars can't be choosers. I give this match a solid three and a half. Yeah, I give it. A, I give it three and a half as well. I could lean towards a three. I like. I like Butch's performance. You know, he's the whole uh, technical wrestler thing. He's going now, stomping elbows and separating fingers. And you know, uh, Jay got the weak finger. The uh, I think the pinky in the middle, or the yeah, whichever, whichever fucking one it is. Michael Cole kept saying the wrist was broken, but and they're they're doing a great job at that. They go outside and uh, set Jimmy up, stump his fucking arm through the steel steps, and you know he, 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 he sells it. The the brutes were they had they had a good ass match, man. Pete Dunn, very aggressive. I liked it, like Adrian said. Not too fond of the whole fucking brawling brutes gig. Drop Bridge Holland for my money and let Butch do his own thing, aka Pete Dunn. Uh, or bring back Tyler Bate. And, yeah, and give yeah. me give me Tyler Bate and, and, and Pete Dunn. Yeah. There's a lot of possibilities there. A lot of possibilities. The rainbow never ends. But in this case it did for the Brawling Brutes. And we give this match a three. Um in your semi main event, your women's main event, we have Bianca Belair defending her Raw Women's Championship against Bailey in a last women's standings match. Mm-hmm. Now this had uh, quite a bit of potential. Yeah. All the spots get good at the end. Per se. Um, it's your typical fucking kendo stick. You hit you with a kendo stick six or seven times, two with a chair a few times type of deal. They do the quick one, two, three, four counts in the beginning of the match, yeah. building up um, until we get a suplex on the apron or on the uh, on the ramp. I apologize. That happens. We're, we're kind of building up there. We get to the stage. This is where she gets fun. <laughs> um, everything leading up to that was okay. Yeah. Um, when we get to the stage where it's really cool, um, especially when Bianca's putting the equipment case, that's mm-hmm. that was fucking funny to me. Yeah. But Logically, it doesn't make any sense. Fucking lock, just lock the, the case yeah. or just push her <laughs> off the side of the stage. And kill her in front of a bunch of Saudis. What they would love. Oh, yeah. Um, but, of course, Belair manages to escape that. Um, then um, Bailey gets a fucking golf cart. <laughs> out of nowhere. And Bianca does a little, and moves out of the way like a fucking Scooby-Doo character. <laughs> Um, nonetheless, uh, she puts Bailey on top of the golf cart, drives it down, 
tries to throw it through the table off the top of the golf cart. Bailey like fucking cracks her back on the edge of the table. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Bianca ends up hitting a, a uh, power bomb, power bomb through the table. Mm-hmm. Gay get back in the ring. A little bit more action. Bailey um, gets KOD'd. Um, Pussy lip through the chair. <laughs> fucking. I think it's supposed to hit her midsection, but just straight pussy on that chair. Bailey's not having kids. And uh, Bianca sandwiches her in between the ladder, drags it under the bottom turnbuckle. And Bailey's quote unquote kayfabe stuck. Yeah. And I'll give the match a three and a half. It wasn't as violent half as well. I thought it was going to be. You know, you had some kendo uh, stick shots here and there, but they, they really didn't. They really didn't determine a match. Granted, they, they, granted they're still women and they got on full body suits because they're inside Arabia. So you can't really see, you know what I mean, the whips and the, the severity of this match. Um, just before, after, when Adrian said uh, Bailey put Bianca in the uh, the case, the equipment case, she got out and she tried to fucking run it through Bailey on the stage. Five grand going at Bianca's chair right there. Uh, Bailey runs off right side, exit stage right, grabs a fucking golf cart, drives it two and a half miles an hour. Yeah, like it was a entertainment match, just at least. It, it, it was very violent, some spots, but more or less. Bianca did like the under your drunk uncle at the cookout. We're playing football, hip don't work. <laughs> oh, which way am I going? I don't know, motherfucker. You've been looking left the entire night. Um, but yeah, man, it was, it was solid, could have been better. Mm-hmm. Now we get to the match that everyone was not looking forward to. And you know what? This will go down as one of the best celebrity matches. I don't think it's a celebrity match anymore. Logan Paul's a fucking wrestler. Yeah. Um, Roman Reigns, accompanied by the wise man, um, Paul Hammond, against Logan motherfucking Paul. Great match, man. Great Logan match. Logan is Logan, you, you said it. And you're right. Logan is an athlete. Yeah. He's a fucking athlete. Hip tosses. He he's getting he's jumping over he's jumping over him. He's getting underneath him. He he's selling somersault planches. Somersault some planches. Fucking cross bodies. Um. Fucking high ass clotheslines. There's a spot that I'm sure everyone's seen. It's a fucking superhero movie where Roman's like winding up that uppercut. Oh yeah. And you got Logan coming up <laughs> with like an overhand right. And, like, you freeze it, you frame it. Like you said, put that shit on your fucking wall. That's great. Camera Beautiful. Um, Logan looked like a star. Mm-hmm. Roman sold for him. Um, and there was nothing inherently wrong with this match. Mm. Until it gets a little bit sloppy when everyone starts showing up. <laughs> yeah. But before that happens, there's the moment. There's the moment that everyone will be talking about for the foreseeable future. They're on the outside of the ring after Logan hits his lucky punch, his one lucky shot. Mm-hmm. He puts Roman on the announce table. He grabs the the, the camera. Uh, he grabs the phone from uh, George Janko. Meanwhile, Mike me Jack Off is over there beside him as well. <laughs> he grabs the camera. He's standing on top of the, he's on the top rope, getting ready to do the, the frog splash to the announce table. He says, Roman, you're getting ready to go viral. This is what you wanted. This is your tribal chief. Roman's going viral. This motherfucker jumps off. Frog splashes his soul out of his body. <laughs> he fully extends those damn arms. Ribs on Roman. Gets all that shit on camera. 
Great video to watch. You can literally hear the air go out of his body. As he lays on the ground and goes, oh, shit. Uh, fantastic spot. But the Usos come out. The Usos come out. They get Roman up. They get him in the ring. They go over to George Jackoff and uh, Mike Mile handjob and goes over to him. And they're like, look, fuck you guys. They pull them over. They super fucking beat their shit in. Send Mike Mile and handjob into the ring. He gets super kicked. He sells like a fat drunk dad at a fucking bar mitzvah. Brings George Shanko in. He gives the old fucking classic Shawn Michaels over cell to the back, rolls out of the ring. You know, at this point, these two guys are dead, especially Mike Mike Handjob. George Jackoff, he's, he's doing all right, though. He seems like he's decent. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you think, all right, this match is getting close to over. The Usos are in there. They're all like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling real Usy. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Jacob Jacoby Paul <laughs> Jr., the third, he pulls up fresh after uh, beating Anderson the Spider mm-hmm. uh, Silva the previous weekend. He comes out to It's Everyday Bro with that Disney Channel flow. Mm-hmm. He's coming up in his fucking bright-ass orange Tennessee volunteer shorts and his fucking <laughs> Kevin Federline wife beater with his fucking zinc- zirconium fucking chain. He comes out here and he's ready to fucking go. He gives three of the he gives two of the softest fucking punches oh, in yeah. the world. I swear Chris Brown could have hit a bitch harder than that. Oh, yeah, he most is, definitely. He had both these fuckers left, right. They're out. They <laughs> roll out. He's getting hyped. He's chilling. He's on the outside. He says, hey, we can do this. We can do this. Um, and Solo, um, Sokoa comes out. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we get no Sami Zayn. Damn. Um, don't know if you know this or not, but Saudi Arabians are not too kind to the people <laughs> uh, that Sami Zayn loves. Yeah. Sami Zayn's Syrian. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there's like a little weird little standoff, and Jake's like doing a little um, like fucking scrappy yeah, dude, yeah, deal, and Solo's like, Solo's like, I'm gonna fuck you up, like, I'm Samoan, which is different. <laughs> fucking Logan does a dive to the outside, he takes out the Usos, mm-hmm. and then he does like this weird grunt thing, he like rolls his shoulders up, runs to the ring, Superman punch, gets his shit speared out of him. Meanwhile, Mike, my hand job, and George Jackoff are still laying on the side, dead. Jake Paul is just fucking doing absolutely nothing, nothing. standing like a little bitch. And uh, Roman Reigns is still the undisputed Universal Champion of the world. He is the Tribal Chief, and we shall acknowledge him all the way across the ocean in Saudi. Any of these matches, any of the moments really stick out to you, man? Mm. I'm kind of, kind of speed ran through this match, but a bunch. Mostly on Logan's end, like I said, athlete. I didn't expect him to go like that. I mean, at SummerSlam, we got a, a little taste of it, but this was a good match. I mean, they, they tried their best to promote it like it was a fucking UFC fight. They did so. They delivered. He came out there, like I said, somersault line, just crossbody. He's jumping over Roman Reigns, fucking full of splits in the ring. He, he, some of his Superman punches look better than Roman Reigns' Superman punches. Honestly, right? the way he throws his body into it. The crossbodies was nothing your feet. He had a spot where he did a crossbody, stood up, dead, dead, clean moonshot, perfect land. Roman kicked down the two. And then what did he do? He does the Shawn Michaels fucking 2006 uh, yeah. level I, kip I, up. And oh, what what follows after that? Attempts the sorriest sack of shit sweet <laughs> chin music I ever seen. James Elfworth's sweet chin music looks better than that bullshit. Sweet no chin music shit. Oh my god, that's probably the spot where he tore his fucking ACL, MCL, torn meniscus, ankles, foot, big toe, little toe, all that bullshit. That was horrible. Tuning up the fucking I I Apple fucking garage band and I had a fucking orchestra. All fucking rhythm. 
it, it was a, it was a good match. You know, all jokes aside, it was a good match. Logan Paul, I think, solidified itself as you know. You hear Roman Reigns talking shit about the the YouTubers. Don't be no more YouTubers coming over here. You know, mad at something, bitch. I love Carry him. But Logan Paul, Mr. Beast. Logan Paul did pretty good, man. You, everybody say bad money. Yeah, fuck that. Logan Paul did good. Yeah, he he did he did better than. I'm not a huge Jake Paul fan. It's maybe a little biased, but I know Jake Paul's six and zero, seven and where the fuck he is in his celebrity boxing league. <laughs> Jake, I mean Logan, surpassed all that shit. Yeah, I know he lost, but he surpassed all that shit. He put his body on the line. He's not just boxing. during the match. He suffered a torn meniscus and MCL, and potentially his ACL. Yeah, Bailey did that. Was out for a year. <clears throat> Logan says, "Hey, I'll see y'all in a few months." Um, Logan Paul had a fucking twenty-five minute match. Mm-hmm. With a 13-year veteran. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. That's a big fucking deal. I give it a four and a half. It wasn't for uh, the shitty. I'm going to give it a four. Ending. I'm going to give it a four for that shit. Yeah. Tuning ending. up the band. And just fucking solo Sokolo. Like, kind of bitching out till Jake Paul. It's kind of <laughs> weird. But um, let's get to our awards. Let's get to our awards. Yes, uh, star of the night. Logan, easy. Logan, yeah, I agree. Absolutely, Logan. Our runner-up being Roman Reigns. Yeah, um, the team, yeah. Who is your fucking Ryback of the night? Uh, my Ryback of the night, it would have to be... I know Brian Strowman won, but damn. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Braun Strowman. I usually I usually give it to a female. I'm gonna break a barrier today. Oh hell yeah, let's switch here. Dakota, you you barely made it pass, baby. You barely made it pass. I'm giving it to Braun. Sack of shit. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Mike my hand job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he could have done absolutely nothing. I just fucking hate his face. Yeah, he looks like Kevin Federline if he did nothing but fucking crystal meth for at least <laughs> 25 years plus. He did. He did. You have the fucking body of a of a crack baby. Fuck you. He's a mix between Fuck fucking Kevin Fairline and Troy Dan. Every <laughs> dog, that ugly fucker. <laughs> yeah, he is ugly, tall, like you fucker. I said, oh my god, it's Troy Dan. <laughs> fucking ugly. Yeah. Oh man, I could spend an hour roasting the shit out of you. You slept a lot of roads. Should have baby with Kevin Durant. Oh my god. Fuck you. Um. Yeah, he's my he's my right back of the night. Um. Runner up though, Braun Strowman. Fuck him. Mm-hmm. Um. Match of the night, main event, easy. Oh, dude, Logan and Roman Reigns. Yeah. They got their they got their pennies worth from that one. I think we both know the worst match of the night is. Oh yeah, fucking Braun and almost a wrestler. Most um, damn, I'm trademarking that. Almost no more. You are almost a wrestler. Almost a wrestler. Um, spot of the night. I'm gonna have to go with Logan's frog splash with yeah, the selfie nice. frog splash. He made him viral with that one. He did, man. Travel Chief went viral. It's hard to. Y'all were on ESPN. Normally, all they post is like LeBron James Jack material. Yeah. So appreciate that. Went viral, bitch. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard. Not the. That's gonna be spot of the night for a long time. Botch of the night. His his fucking super kick. Uh... I could go Bianca Scooby Doo, uh, evade attempt on the. the oh, golf what's that court. noise it makes when like they power up their feet to run? So, uh, it, it, yeah, that, I'm gonna go with uh, Bailey, uh, like busting ass and not going through the table. Yeah, that one. Uh, fucking Finn Balor tripped over Dominic's foot. And he was he's he's running to do I think a sling bait or something on gallows. He just fucking flies out the ring. But uh, yeah, I, I, I get disappeared. I'll give it to uh, 
Logan's shitty uh, Sweet Chain Music and yeah. Bianca's Scooby-Doo attempt to get the way. Uh, all right, so what is our final grade, our final uh, score for WWE Crown Jewel 2022? Granted, match uh, one through seven was shit. Last match was, you know, damn near flawless. It has to be a three. It has to be a three. Yeah. Uh, unlike our dearly departed lines, we don't do the, we don't add up the scores and break them down mathematically. Mm-hmm. I'm agree with you. I'm going to say it's a three as well. It, it probably level out. It's like a C plus, B yeah. minus type of deal. Um. Yeah, man. Honestly, like, I, it was it, it did exceed our expectations. Yeah. You're right. Matches one through seven. Besides a few like high spots here and there. Yeah. Pretty, pretty like basic fucking raw SmackDown matches. Right. Right. But honestly, like, uh, exceeded my expectations completely. I think we both agree with that. Yes, most definitely. All right, guys. Well, this has been the Nose Qualifications Podcast, and um. You know, we got the intro done. Yeah. yeah. Who the fuck knows what the outro is going to be like. But uh, things are changing. Mm-hmm. Things are changing. Um, I'm one half of your undisputed mm-hmm. podcast champion. Yep. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Adrian. I'm the second half. I mean, hell, let's get it be or something. It's a half and half. You know what I mean? You mathematical bitches. Tay. And, uh. I finally got you guys an update on Lags. You know, he's finally back in Tennessee. He's doing real good. Uh, reportedly, here's the thing. We started a GoFundMe. He's behind on child support. And that's why he went to West Virginia with his cousin to adopt some kids. You know, he's trying to get some money to, you know, get that thing settled so he doesn't get taken to county jail. So if you could just please go to GoFundMe, <coughs> 10 cents, a dollar. $5, hell, $10 if you got. I know it's a tight spot right now. Christmas is coming up. It's the holidays. Oh, but Laz me. wants to be with his daughter. So if you have a heart, he's behind $682.77 on child support. Okay. Please help a man out. Would you want to be with your daughter on the holidays? Mm. I bet you would because Laz isn't. This is not paying child support. Damn it. Help the man out. Oh, oh also, don't forget, kid. don't forget, don't forget. Donate to St. Jude's. Because if you don't give them $10, they're going to start fucking killing those kids who can't <laughs> This has been the Notice Qualifications Podcast. I'm Adrian. I'm Tay. Check back with y'all bitches later. <laughs>